0: Welcome back to another edition of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, the music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I am not Matt Bacon. I am your guest co-host, Keefe from GhostCodeMag.com, the host of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. And with us, as always, is our amazing co-host, Curtis Dewar. Hello. And today we're going to talk about... Photography and Bands. Uh, oh, Keithy. <laughs> We're going to talk about photography and bands. That was a disaster. Should we do that over? <laughs> no,
1: let's just, let's just roll with it. Let's be transparent.
0: Uh, okay. Um, my, my cat, Just for, for
1: transparency, my cat is in heat and was rubbing up against me. Keith gave me a
0: intro, so I got distracted. All right. Well, that happens. Cats are distracting yesterday was National Cat Day um, so I w- we're going to talk about uh, concert photography and bands it's been a past topic on Dumb and Dumbest Podcast but we haven't talked about it in a minute and I think I, I see tons of pitches I see tons of bands messaging me uh, at Ghost Cult for coverage as a journalist and I myself in addition to being a journalist and having to work with content and digital collateral every day for my website thousands of photographs I just put up two festivals in a last two days that were a total of 400 photos to pick from, and that's not counting all the other stuff that we get sent by publicists and everything else. And I shoot concerts frequently, Uh, I have been shooting for over a decade, but I see a lot of mistakes. I see mistakes that bands make. I see mistakes that my fellow publicists and journalists make. So I thought today would be a good idea to just take a brief rundown of some tips and tricks. Some of them have been covered before here, some haven't and uh you know just generally speaking let me ask you a question first which is as a publicist and you get hired by bands yeah. do what do you have a process when you get sent photos from bands hey this isn't good enough hey you don't have the right orientation of photos here hey could, do you have any other photos that aren't this do you ever give feedback like that? Sometimes I mean I work with a lot of
1: new bands, so sometimes you got to work with what you got. Um, most generally will understand that they do need a professional pick, um, but I mean sometimes you have to go with like the iPhone picture because um, otherwise it's just going to take forever and ever and ever. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But I have. Um, there was an instance last year uh, where I would not put the picture that I was given with the promo piece, because with the promo uh, kit rather, because they were fucking horrible. Um, that being said, um, if I, anytime I have had to do it, where I, I've not been wanted to use the picture that was provided in the band either couldn't get a new one for financial reasons or they refused um and i don't use a picture what usually happens is that it's almost impossible to get any print press or major coverage due to lack of uh picture and it's also hard to do with really low quality pictures
0: we're not going to name the guilty here, but I believe that you told me recently that you had a yeah. premiere set up with a major metal website, major, yes. and the, without naming names or the site, because we don't want to do that, you messaged me and said, hey, this, web is it is it common for websites to reject photos of bands for a premiere? Because they just turned down our premiere based on this photo. It can happen. I
1: don't think that was me, but I, that- I had something similar happen but yes that that does that does happen um it's there's specific places usually where that happens more often than not um uh, but i've also had it at smaller sites and mid-level sites where they will reject you just due to photo photograph and um sometimes you can get away with like a logo or the album picture but a lot of time. okay i'm going to name names for one one place like if you want to get into a print issue of metal hammer they will never take you without an actual picture. Like if you get a writer, fucking loves you, and they greenlight the interview, the interview's done, and that picture sucks, you ain't getting printed.
0: Well, I have a long background in publishing, and I will tell you that no actual print for for pay magazine should or would ever take your low res, terrible photograph in any format that isn't high res and well done I'm not saying it has to be you know Ross Halfin shot your photo or Chad Lee or Helmut Newton rest in peace somebody like that Annie Liebowitz is not shooting your you know crust punk band but like realistically you need to have a good quality photo and I'm going to talk for a second about this because this is really important I understand that you know all these things cost the cost of pro PR cost the cost of social media uh, advertising cost cost of recording your album costs a lot of money, and you sink money into this black hole that doesn't seem to pay you back for a while. And I get it. Photography is an area, as a photographer and as an editor who hires, you know, works with many photographers. Um, Ghost Cult is an all volunteer staff, so I use the hire word loosely. But, uh, you know, I work with. Dozens of photographers all over the world and myself representing their interests and their work and a lot of people don't want to pay photographers. There's a proliferation of digital cameras out there in the world. A lot of people picking up a camera and using it. You can find people who will shoot your band photos and your promos inexpensively because they're trying to build their portfolio. So that's a good idea. But really, if you can, you should pay for photography and actually you should pay for good concert photography if that's what you want to show. You, you, your friend taking an iPhone photo is not a good photo of your band. I understand that cell phone cameras are really hitting a great peak age right now with great pixels and re- resolutions and stuff. But really, there's no replacing a well shot, well edited picture and it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. You can find someone who's not crap who's just starting out and pay them. And then what, to, what you're paying for, honestly, when I have done, I've done a couple of band shoots but mostly that's not what I do. I do concert photography and when you are paying for a promo shoot, you are, you are getting a location You are getting li- uh, sometimes lighting You are getting sometimes a small crew And you are getting You know, somebody that uh, Understands how to compose a group of people Together uh, And um, I'm going to give a shout out I was recently an assistant on a pro shoot For the band Disciples of Verity Which includes uh, members of God Forbid And Living Color in it And that uh, Ghost Cult's photo editor Omar Cordy at OJC He picks on social media took those photos and i was his assistant and i it was a nighttime shoot we picked a cool location in new york city on a bridge where we posed the band with the skyline behind them and i held light you know i had various roles on that shoot i was not working the camera but i was helping back up the shoot i did everything from lighting i moved cables i helped position people i did some social media in the background you know uh stuff in is going to know how to do. Well, I mean, there's enough stuff out there. There's enough YouTubers who teach how to do photography and professional photography. Uh, I personally love Frodo's com. I love, uh, there's so many of these out there. Um, you can definitely find uh, help if you're starting out but as a band you want to hire someone who is a, you want to try to hire a pro if you can someone who uses a pro DSLR not a point and shoot elf or anything like that an actual digital camera that knows how to use Lightroom and Photoshop and edit your photos and that's half the battle honestly is professional looking high res photos because it's a website person's job or a publicist job to then say hey I have these high res photos and you know the the second part of this, and the real rub sometimes that I see is you know I'm all for artistic vision and wonderful framed up photos. but realistically, the vast majority of websites, the vast majority of social media, especially Facebook and Instagram, uh, you really need a landscape photo always. I understand that people like these incredible you know they find an archway or a church for
1: those who don't know what that.
0: Means. Landscape like a window instead of a door uh you know landscape or uh horizontal not vertical for the directionally challenged like myself who had to learn what that is and you want a lens yeah you want a landscape photo because facebook will crop and ruin your photo twitter will crop and ruin your photo uh Twitter just finally in the last six months added editing of photos to a tweet as a new thing and even Instagram and you can and even face when you post natively on Twitter from a desktop or a laptop you can edit the photo to your spec so it's not just some junky looking thing and realistically Facebook and sometimes you know Instagram is a square and the square is becoming the popular thing so that's a unique thing but Facebook really cannot handle you know you if you upload a photo to fa- for Facebook and let's say it's a co- it's a tour poster or album artwork when you share it as a post it's still going to clip it and make it look wrong and if you care about About your art, you care about the image of your band. You don't want this, so you need landscape photos. And I believe in a previous episode of Dumb and Dumb, is probably about a hundred episodes ago. Matt Bacon, our wonderful fearless leader and co-host, said that you know you should have three and three. If you're paying for professional photos, you usually get six to blank number. Usually get some digital with uh, a watermark on it. You can get without a watermark because they're used for publicity. You should always, by the way. Tag and credit your photographers, everybody, publicists, record labels, bands. Curtis forgets to do this all the time. Whispering into the phone doesn't help either, but Curtis forgets to do this constantly and – that's fine. We all do, but you should. Did
1: you, give credit yesterday to someone?
0: you did. You can't live. Photographers also can't live on credit. They want to get paid. But the bare minimum sign of respect is to credit them. And then a, a probably, you know, a, a huge problem is bands especially will crop out the photographer's watermark and not tag them. And then that photo gets shared everywhere. It's a kindness. It's a respect thing. Yeah. It's the least you can do. But if you're paying for a pro, we all
1: fucked up, and I apologize. Well,
0: that's fine. I just want to see everybody do better at this. I try to do it when I can. Uh, I'm lucky that I have a website with 45, 50 photographers all over the world and a plethora. I rarely have a band I don't have an actual live photo for that we have shot. So I don't always have to use the same photos that everyone else is using, although I'm sure bands and publicists would prefer we all use the same photos. That also drives you down in Google search. So again, I'm trying to make my personal brand as unique as possible, just like bands. But... Nope. Well, just as an aside, just, just I do want to point out one, one thing. Just, I don't know if I think you said it. If you
1: did. I apologize. I missed it. Um, you said three pictures should be the minimum. I, I prefer if the band has five or six.
0: Yeah. Be on the same well, point. I was going to say three and three, three horizontal and three vertical. You should always have three and three minimum. No, just to keep
1: in mind, most of those will not be used, but it's good to have a backup in case you need it. Like, for example, like with um, most campaigns, I try to use just only one to two pictures. Um, Uh, But I like to have it as as a backup just in case um, a site wants it. Because sometimes you'll have it where someone says, okay, I want a couple pictures, I want three pictures, I think a different picture than the one you're using. So, worst case scenario, if your publicist doesn't use it or can't use it, you could still use it to share. You can turn it into Instagram content, Snapchat content, Twitter content, whatever. Sorry, I just wanted to say
0: that. no that's a great point point. and you know let's use an example which is uh, a very hot band right now is ginger whose brand new album macro is out on napalm records that I love and uh, ginger you know has been firing on all cylinders they have a new story just about every day they just released a new music video today I have probably had two or three stories about the band this week alone and you know if you keep reusing the same photo over and over your audience becomes numb to this bands if you keep using using the same shot of you year after year, even if your lineup doesn't change, people become oblivious to what you're showing them. And this is true of anything, actually, of any content. But Ginger, Cleverly, you or not, has had several, circulated several different promo photos in the run up to this album launch. Their publicity, their publicity team, whether it's Napalm's in-house publicity team, shout out to Natalie or Freeman Promotions, John Freeman, shout out. They did a great job. They have multiple photos to use. Uh, the Holics came with the album stream, the bio, and multiple photos. This is the bare minimum thing. Like Curtis just said, you may not always use them all, but it's super awesome to have the option especially to give to journalists because they want variety they want to show their readers variety
1: or if a print magazine doesn't like the photo one of the photos they have an option to choose from because again i've had print magazines say i don't like that fucking picture do you have another it's been like oops don't have one oops there goes there goes the placement
0: did they say fucking photo or not
1: um i'm trying to remember (laughs) if if it's the individual I think it was that wrote me, I think they did save the fucking photo
0: indeed I understand I understand having worked in you know I'm not a designer but I we used to have a, a digital magazine I hope to bring it back someday anybody wants to check that out on the ghost Cult website you can you know laying out a magazine even if you have a beautiful photo sometimes that composition of that photo does not work with the page you are laying out so another reason to have a variety of photos and
1: the visual aspect on something some of these print magazines they will like it, like just to reiterate, the photo can be the make or break for you to get a placement in a print mag sometimes. Sorry to interrupt.
0: No, you're fine. And let's just talk finally as we wind this down about aesthetics because like you said, we, we discussed the story of the horrible photo and you've seen some and I've seen many. Uh, you know – I understand that bands are going for art, and they're going for a vibe and an aesthetic. I'm looking at you. Your avant-garde bands, post-rock bands, used to do blurry photos with a lot of light trails for years and years. Uh, Black metal bands, just like they like to play in complete darkness, they want to be. They they may have like a very you know dark and murky looking photo that represents their dark and murky music. Interestingly enough, I was at a show the other night, and both bands pretty. He big bands on main made, uh, metal labels had guys in the bands who were interested in photography, talk to us about photography that night. We were videoing interviews and shooting the show and they knew their show was going to be pretty dark. Uh, opening bands played in pretty much, one band played in complete blackness with a little bit of light. Another band played with like, they were wearing like hoods and shrouds and the light was very bright but they looked very dark in the light because it was like a, a reverse negative kind of effect which was cool but also difficult to photograph and then the, finally the headline band played in complete red lights and I know that everybody's standard concert photography they love complete red lights it's so evil and metal or complete Slayer does it I'm going to have complete red lighting or complete yellow lighting these are terrible if you want to have good photos of your band you need to have sort of a, a mix of colors not just all red or all blue or oh, blue is pretty solid but I, I understand that most Lighting in just about every club in, in the world is terrible, and even some major venues don't have a good lighting designer, and the lights are terrible. Um. I have a quick question, Katie. Um Just from an editor's point of
1: view, is uh, are live shots acceptable as? Uh Or in general, would you say? Because I get that asked that question a lot, and I always say I I don't like them as much as regular photos, but I I don't mind them as long as they're high quality. What's what's your take on that?
0: My personal take is I don't mind live photos because I use them myself, but I think at the same time I feel like yeah, I feel like a well shot, staged photo in a cool location tells continues to tell the narrative of a band a lot better than this is how they look live. I'm not hearing any music. I'm just seeing a still photo of you live, but you see live photos all over the place, and I think it's acceptable to have a good live photo if you have none.
1: As long as it's high-res.
0: As long, as, Well, you want to deliver a high-res photo. Most websites and social media cannot upload a high-res, a high-res photo. Uh, and two final tips, and then we'll close this down for the day. Do not ever text your photos to anyone that you want to be used on the web do not send them over facebook messenger do please Sorry. and you're laughing but this is true even i've had a pup all the only
1: time that's why i'm
0: laughing i had a pu- well do you need to nip that shit in the bud because I've had publicists text me photos and I was like please don't send this is gonna downgrade and degrade the quality of the file when I put it back onto my website or on social media please email zip drive google drive dropbox we transfer whatever it is use a computer do not send it if you gotta send it from your phone use google drive and an email link do not send it over text or messenger ever and then my final thing is please yeah please photographers Bands, record labels, other journalists out there, I implore you as a member of this community, stop stealing photography from if you can't pay someone reach out to them and ask them hey i love this photo you shot of my band do you mind if we use it we will certainly tag you on all social what are your social media handles so i know i have the right one please don't steal people's shots i understand that it's a it's a tough game out there not a lot of people are making a living at photography anymore certainly not concert photography and certainly not that much from band photography unless you're at the highest levels please don't steal people's photos it's really shitty you don't want people stealing your merch or your music, uh, or you know, stealing from you personally. Don't do it to another artist. It's about the lowest form of low I can think of. I think a lot of bands don't even realize
1: it's stealing when they do that, to be honest. And I'm not, I'm not defending it in any way, shape, or form. But I think it's like one of those things where they don't even think about it, and then they kind of like when it's pointed out to them later,
0: it's like, oh shit, that's like someone taking my music, and I didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean and then just as a final thought on this I have had other websites steal photography from my website and pass it off as you know relabel it and pass it off as their own photo I'm not talking about a press photo that's sent to everyone and you copied it because they had the high res one and you took theirs and then you know put it on your site I'm talking about photography shot by ghost cult photographers for ghost cult at festivals and concerts that we got permission and signed releases for and then they take the photo and they don't they crop out the watermark and they don't credit the photo i don't care if they don't credit ghost cult because i don't really feel like i own any of this photography except stuff i shot personally myself uh i i don't want anyone stealing from my photographers and taking credit there's a couple of websites that like to do this a particular picture of tool out there that keeps circulating that was shot by my photographer i'm not gonna let this go um they were unreceptive when i reached out to the offending website you know, kind of crappy website anyway so of course but then of course that photo was then picked up by everybody else so now that photo is being seen by everyone and my photographer i don't care about ghost cult my photographer is not getting the credit they deserve and it bums me out but any case as we wrap this up do you have anything else to plug curtis that is for november
1: um, I do we have a challenge that's going to be starting on the 15th of the month we haven't decided on the topic yet but just as an advance notice we will be doing another challenge in November uh, most likely it's going to be on some form of social media but since Matt is in Australia we haven't come up with the topic but we are going to have a challenge it's going to cost $50 and if you trust us enough which you should by this point if you're listening to this podcast frequently um, you should just DM me or Matt ask us how to sign up and give us the 50 bucks, and you will be enrolled for when we start on the 15th of November
0: killer and i am personally a fan and participant of these challenges and i love them this has been the dumb and dumbest podcast and we thank you for listening take us home curtis